Hey everyone, it's Joel. I want to set the stage for this next episode. Uh, this was recorded last year, I can't remember the month, I want to say March or April in 2020, uh, right at the beginning of COVID, at the height of COVID. At the time, I had just moved to Washington, D.C. Um, I was just getting things kind of reestablished again. I just got a new job at a startup, so my schedule was all over the place. Um, but it was time for me to try to, to focus again on the Moonlighters Club and get another batch of episodes out. So I reached out to Sean Bedgood and Survival, a.k.a. Stefan Goler, to set up a conversation. And the point of it was, one, to, to catch up. We'd all kind of worked together at some point on the Moonlighters Club between the years of 2016 to 2020. I started this podcast with Sean in 2016 before he moved to Los Angeles. I uh, had done uh, live showcases where Stefan helped me set up my very first one. He was a part of at least two. And uh, with COVID happening, I thought it'd be good just for us to, you know, check in and, you know, figure things out. And uh, I thought it'd be inspirational for other people to see what others are doing during the breakdown. Now, during COVID, I was working at a startup that I just left, and it was insane. I was working, it was a very small startup. So I'm working five to six days a week, sometimes seven, because it was in events. And I'm working 12-hour days, 10-hour days at a minimum, um, working on virtual events. So my plans pretty much just went in the toilet in terms of my entrepreneurial pursuits and the podcast. So it's taken a while for this to come out. Um, I still think it's pretty valuable. It's three people who are just trying to make sense of things and still trying to chase these passions that we hold dear to ourselves. Um, This was recorded on Zoom, and I hate using Zoom for recording podcasts. I'll never do it again. It was good to see people's faces, but the audio is ugh, not that good. I am using something new, though. I, I, I purchased, uh, I subscribed to uh, Descript, which is a great software for transcribing and editing podcast audio and video, and it's been a huge benefit for me. But I got a lot of things coming up in the pipeline, so there will be more episodes coming. But this one in particular, I just want to let everyone know what was going on. This is from a year ago. Uh, this is during COVID. I still think the message is valid. It's three Moonlighter vets on this at once. And I think this will be a real gem for you. So thanks for tuning in. And I hope you're able to pull something from it. Peace. I'll start with you, Sean. I remember you leaving, and we talked about this briefly. What was it like in LA, man? Uh, man, um, I was adjusting to you know what I'm saying, and um, new city, new surroundings, and it wasn't easy, bro. West Coast and East Coast, it's night and day, bro. It's way, way, way different. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And like, it's way different. So it, it takes a little while um, to get acclimated. You know what I'm saying? I think, I feel like, you know what it is with LA too? Like you don't, you can't really sample LA in a five day vacation or a seven day vacation. It is not the same. Yeah. Yeah, you got to spend a month here to feel what it's like to be here. And you need about a month in Los Angeles. Then you'll be like, Oh, okay. There's some different shit. 
Um, why is it? Why is it so hard? Like I like I, I. It's New York and LA are those two cities I always think about where it's like, yo, you could be homeless out here in like, in like ten minutes. But what is it about LA that like? What is it? New York was a way faster transition for me. That was easy. Okay. Compared to here. Right. Coming from Boston, yeah, right? Yeah. It's just, well, the mindset, the way of life is totally different. So the way people are, like, it's just, it's just, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like, oh my God. Um, so things don't get done in a timely fashion. Like that bleeds, that shows in everything. Like housing, for example. Yeah. Oh, my hot water heater went out. That's yeah. not a next day thing. Or I'm going to call someone on call tonight to come fix it. That's going to be an eight, 10 day process. It's just a slow, Damn. and that's just, you know, it sounds petty, but, 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 uh, definitely the mindset and how, um, people approach things. And then I came here with a purpose. So I'm, I'm already yeah. getting off the plane. Like, yo, I want to try to build Rome in an hour, not a day. I'm trying to build Rome in an hour. You know what I'm saying? So, um, maybe it, definitely my eagerness plays into that. How long did it take you to adjust to just life? Like, cause, uh, like I just moved to DC and I'm thinking about just hopping in the podcast, but it just took longer than I thought to just get my shit together on a low level to know like where to go, where my grocery store is unpacked. And then to feel like, okay, I can set a schedule for a week now. Cause I felt like the first month and a half, I'm just running around, like not knowing whatever is whatever. I, I mean, I put a lot of pressure on myself. I tried to jump right into it. I, I jumped right in didn't try. I jumped right in. I was on Craigslist looking up gigs looking up postings and stuff for, you know, like, like, uh, casting notices for stuff. Yeah. And then I started doing comedy right away. Cause I already knew people that had, that was booking shows. Nice. So I was able to jump right into comedy. Um, but, uh, uh, um, so you got right after it. Yeah. I got right after it, bro. Okay. I should have took time though. Even when the advice, like the advice I give everybody, like at the end of year one, like how I wrapped it up, I said, yo, look, worry about your money. When you coming at worry about get your money squared away first. Get money, get your money squared away before you get a place in LA. Forget it. Forget okay. about an apartment. Get your money lined up. Yeah, yeah. Facts, yeah. bro. That's the fact that we right yeah. there. Get it. Get, yeah. get your money situation lined up. I told my boy this back home. He came out here and he was moving faster than me. You know what I'm saying? Like he, yeah. he waited till he had a full time job, got his own place. And he took like a six month break from it. And now he's coming back in. And I'm like, see, he's doing it. That's the smarter way to do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a lot goes into planning. And I think this is because everyone thinks everything happens fast because I mean, in in theory, we've, we talk, right. But it's been, let's say four years from the time we had our first conversation. So if you told somebody, if you had a crazy role that you got this year, and I was like, yo, I talked to him in 2016. He blew up 2020. People like, four years? That's all I got to put in? Sign me up. But reality is like, yo, it, like strategically thinking from living, that's mad long. That's, long, <laughs> that's mad long bro. time. Now. That's mad long. Long <laughs> that's time, long. bro. Okay, we're definitely going to get into that. But uh, Stefan, we talked, we, you were in Boston, right, from the first time I talked to you. What what like and we and you've been on our at our showcase and like I've always around you so I've seen you know the project and things like that, um, and that's crazy that it's that it was 2016 when we when we first got together to do to do this. Um, yeah, it's it's seems like a, a lifetime ago, but yeah, man, what what has been going on? I know about the stuff like Summerfest and everything. Well, let's just say from the first time I talked to you and you had variety shows under your belt and you had music under your belt at any point between 2016 and now. 
did you have a fundamental change of like, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. This is what my focus is going to be. Yeah. Um, you know, life, life is happening. So, you know, there, there are things that are, um, outside the scope of, um, you know, this, this hobby that I'm, that I'm trying to push for and, and, you know, really trying to kind of immerse myself in, um, as far as, you know, creating, um, music and creating a space for people to, um, you know, to, to have a platform to, um, you know, perform their music and, and things like that. But, um, you know, just trying to do, you know, different things and better things uh, daily, but also keep myself motivated to actually do them. You know, I, I do get into, um, you know, spells where I'm thinking like, you know, this is this is not for me. Um, things are very, very difficult here because, um, you know, the, the system, you know, has been sort of orchestrated to be, um, you know, not so conducive to you know, rappers making it, you know, especially in Boston or, you know, wherever you might be, but, um, you know, just, just keeping a, 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 you know, optimistic outlook. And, um, my wife, who's also a performer, she, even though she's, she's more of a pessimist than a realist, like she keeps me kind of grounded. Um, and I take that, like, I take all of that stuff as a challenge is uh, we were talking like, you know, before we started recording that, um, I'm, I'm sort of, uh, you know, I just, I just jump in and try it. I'm like, you know, what's the worst that could happen? You know, I fail. Okay. You know, it's a learning experience and I can go in and, um, you know, learn from some of those or take some of that, um, you know, critiques and, and constructive criticism from people that, you know, have attended or are in that specific space. Um, Zoe has been, you know, very, very blunt, you know, in, in terms of, um, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think people are going to come. I don't think that, you know, you know, various things like that. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to make it seem like she's um, my opponent in this, but um, that, that mindset, you know, it, it sort of lights a fire under me and I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay. You know, you know, you don't want to help out and you don't think that people are going to come to Summerfest. Fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure that, you know, that bitch is going to be packed. Yeah. So. That's a good point that you brought up, uh, especially Sean with Sean moving and the two of you, what's interesting to me, uh, you both were operating an industry. Like I would go to both your shows in Boston. Right. So I'd see Sean do stand up, and I'd see Stefan do shows. Uh, and, and you weren't like the stuff that was getting promoted out there. But at the same time, you two were the only ones who were thinking somewhat outside the box. Like, Sean, you were never like, yo, I just want to do stand-up this one way that everyone's doing stand-up. You were thinking of writing. And you started doing acting in more than two. And Stefan, you were the same way. You were like, I don't want to just audition or beg to be a show. I'll put it on my own. How lonely is that? Like, you're y'all are black, man. So that's already a thing. And there's defined niches of black styles of what you guys like to do right there's black ass movies and comedy <laughs> there's black ass you know what i mean there's rap so when you're well, the way you think and i'll start with you sean how is it lonely as shit where you're like yo i want to get yeah i'm like everybody else i'm trying to do comedy trying to act just like that but i'm not trying to do those stereotypical things that everyone else is trying to do. yeah yeah it's hard it's hard man um especially um when you when you had the type of material I had, you know what I mean? It was tough. It was tough, you know, to, to sell that material, sell that type of act. Cause where, where do we live at? When, 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 when Massachusetts, when, when Atlantic, when the Northeast, 
that's the whitest part of the, the country, damn near. Um, you know, at least on our side. Business-wise, we're hurting because certain bookers didn't want to put me on on shows. And so it was just like, ah, oh, fuck, man. Yeah. Um, but after me, there was more and more black comics that came in. So they had more of them of each other to kind of depend on. But in my particular class, it was literally three of us. Three of us that started together. Um, it can it can be difficult. Um, can be really difficult. Um, but I I've never tried to put myself uh, in a specific box. Um, it's it's mainly just like this is the material. This is what I believe in. This is the type of stuff that I'm trying to evoke, and you're either going to like it or you're not going to like it. Um, but I'm also going to try to, um, I'm going to try it on different, uh, sets and subsets of people. Um, so I'm going to go around, I'm going to do my open mics. I'm going to go around. I'm going to, um, you know, get books at, you know, the spot in Brockton, um, with, with the shit's popping off. And, um, you know, that I, it's, some most of the people didn't feel it, but um, it, it was a very rewarding experience because it's like, hey, I did it. You know, I got up there and, um, you know, I, I showed that, you know, I can hang with all the people uh, that were there doing their thing. And, you know, I happened to, um, you know, in some of those moments, like, you know, we exchanged information and we, we ended up, um, you know, doing a track together. So um, you never you never really know what you're going to get. Um it's, it's just a matter of, you know, trying to get out there and, and, and do it, um, you know, kind of to, to Sean's point, kind of in a very broad mainstream sort of way. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it can be very lonely. Yeah. Um, I think from a peer perspective. Um, and I think that that's where I've kind of gotten, you know, hung up in the past, like, um, why hasn't, you know, artist X recognized me and like tweeted about me or said something about me. And, um, I just have to, um, well, I mean, I have since gotten over that because like, I'm not really, I'm not really in this to, um, you know, make, uh, impress my peers. Um, I'm trying to impress like people that come to shows and, um, you know, you can, I think what people don't understand about the industry is that, you know, when you see some of the, some of the folks that are on the, you know, the top 100 charts and things like that, they don't all like necessarily really all fuck with each other. It's um, you know, they're sort of power plays that go on, you know, within labels and stuff like that. And they're just pairing them. You're hot. I'm hot. Let's hop on track. It's not necessarily, I I vibe with your music. It's, um, it's more of like we're in, we're now in the same class where people kind of yeah. you know recognize us and therefore we can you know be on the same wavelength um musically or you know a, a lot of people don't even like hit the studio um with each other anymore it's just like i'm gonna record this i'm gonna fire it off via email and i'm never even gonna meet you know rap, rapper y or or z so um you know for and, and from that aspect yeah. um again um, I don't mind it being lonely because um, I think when you, um, you know, you, you have um, confidence in your craft and you feel like you're doing something different, then, I mean, that's to be expected. Like everyone wants to rock with some of the things that they know. And if you're kind of a nonconformist, then it's going to be a little tougher to, to get people to, you know, gravitate toward you. 
Yeah, and it's it's funny. You both probably seen this. I've gone through periods of for the past. You all know this. The past four years, having an idea, wanting to help, and then rope people in, and then realizing out of the hundred people I'll rope in, seven actually give a shit. You know what I mean? Like the seven are like, yo, I'm actually trying to, and y'all are in that group. And I realized like, yo, it is a lonely thing. The mindset, you even see with COVID, the the, the mindset of a lot of, we just can't talk to a lot of people. This is a lot of dumb motherfuckers out here. And you just got to kind of move around that, right? Or people who just don't want to do it for themselves. And I feel like you both had a switch where you went from like waiting to creating. And what I mean by that is, Sean, you were doing stand up, right? And you were looking for spots. Stefan, you were doing the same, right? And then I remember when you went to uh, when you went to LA, and I'm like, damn, worry about stand up. Then I saw you with screenplays and like theater stuff, and I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, looking at it, but like in a good way because I'm like, yes, like it's motion. You're you were doing stuff. Like, I was so happy to see a uh, timeline update of someone like, yo, I'm reading this or doing this and be like, man, these haters. <laughs> so I wonder for both of you, for Sean, what was that switch? Like you were, cause I remember you telling me, you were like, I want to act. I want to write and then go back to the stand up. Was it a switch? Did you always have this plan? Or was there a moment you were like, yo, I'm not trying to just go to clubs and wait for spots. I'm going to just, I'm going to do this. Like I'm going to get this working. Um, Yeah, man. I mean, I really became really, I became a, uh super stressed out by the business of comedy. So I basically quit the business of comedy. Um, So I wasn't no longer pursuing Comedy Central showcases or JFL, Just for Laughs showcases or, you know, prestigious comedy festivals, any of that stuff. Because... When was that, if you don't mind me asking? Sorry, I didn't interrupt That was probably... uh, Probably 2018. Okay, two years. Okay, so a little, you in LA, not like yeah, a year or so, right? Change. You in LA for a bit. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Because I was originally, I wanted to use comedy as a vehicle to get me into acting. Because I got okay. several friends that are, that are on TV shows. And right. they didn't go to the traditional actor route. They were successful in the area of stand-up first. And then they, they used that to, to jump into certain roles. Because you do that, that's a shortcut. Um. So um, I was already out here and I'm like, well, I don't need to be caught up with the whole comedy, the business of comedy, because it's even tougher here. It's rough. It's rough. Enough. As really? Because I'm coming here as an unknown. So they don't care about what I used to, what I did back in Boston or the level I was. Yeah. It's like you were an executive job. You moved to LA and they're like, oh, where are you? Is it administrative, administrative, whatever? Okay, cool. You're in the mailroom now. <laughs> And it's like, no, but look at my resume. I've worked with, oh, that's dope, mailroom. <laughs> so I was like, I couldn't get down with starting over. Couldn't get down with the mailroom, man. Uh, is is there a local scene? Are there, because I feel like LA is a place of celebrities, right? Okay. Is there a pl- Okay, let me, I'm sorry to cut you off. I, 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 no, go I, ahead, go I, ahead, I go ahead. cut you off at scene. So to give you perspective, this isn't a comedy scene not a scene oh, okay. it's a showcase okay. town so okay. com- you got to come here to sell like new york is the comedy scene that's the best comedy that's a okay. comedy it's comedian city here it's like it's all about showcasing because there's every night there's one in the audience that can make you somebody so you so you okay. always have to present your best that's that's another reason like i don't do stand-up because you can't cultivate material like it's it's not it's not a place you build it's, it's, it's where you come to sell already polished stuff okay okay 
Yeah. Got it. And when you decided to dip out, was it hard? Or were you just like, no, this is just the this is the right thing for me? Because stand up, you you're good at it. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm like, coming you, back to it, bro. Yo, it's gonna be different too, but we, we'll talk about that. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, All um, right. Yeah, that's that's a conversation and a half. But um well, I'm sorry, what was your question again? Uh did, when when you made the switch, was it like damn? You know what I mean? Did, did it feel like did it feel like you were letting yourself down? Or are you just like, no? Like I'm, I gotta do this right. other stuff. I'm a right. I'm a go. No, nah, I knew way. it was necessary. It was necessary, okay. bro. It was like you. Yeah. I just reached that point where it's like, either you're all in or you're not doing it. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. Like I, you know, I really wanna. I want this as my career. So, got to jump, jump in all the right. fire, so to speak. Word, bro. Is that stuff? I want about you because I remember you were like, I'm just gonna put on my own shows. What, what was it? A, was it just one annoying thing, or were you just always thinking that, like, let's get out, let's get after it? Um, no, I mean, it was, um, it it was basically the nose compounding themselves. Um, essentially, you know, I, I think my my outbound uh, Gmail, honestly, um, it was outfitted with like the same template that went to like a thousand different places. Um, you know, up and up and down the state in, you know, um, New York in, you know, various places. Um, just let me, just let me get in there. Let me perform, just see what I have to offer. I know that there's a stigma about hip hop. I like, I get that. However, it's very, very popular. Um, you can make a lot of money. I'm going to bring a lot of people, you know, that sort of thing. And I think this the switch. It wasn't so. Um, it wasn't so abrupt. It was more gradual. It was, um, you know, again, a lot of a lot of people just saying, uh, uh, you know, we don't we don't really do that. And um, you know, I, I had been starting to look for um, like a vehicle to um, you know do things myself and you know kind of bring other people with me and showcase them and you know showcase ourselves. Um, but it was, it was difficult dealing with, um, you know, folks within the state. Like, um, I, I tried to do something at the hat show with DCR and it's like, there were, there were a bunch of different hurdles to, um, to, you know, to go through. Um, and, and money wasn't, wasn't the issue at all. Um, you know, Sean said, you got to have your money right. And, and fortunately I do have my money, right. You know, to be able to, um, go and, you know, produce some of these shows. And I think that's really, really important for people to do. Um, just to take a step back because people think they can just, you know, jump into shit and, you know, just do it. Like you gotta, you gotta have a plan and you gotta have a little money to, you know, be able to, to, to play around if, if you want to kind of start from somewhere. Um, but again, that being said, it was, it was just more of a, like, I, I, I started, um, you know, rapping solo, um, you know, trying to get, get a feel for, um, you know, what to do by doing open mics. And I felt like I, w- I could do sort of the same thing with a small-ish, um, you know, subset of shows. Um, mm-hmm. If we fail, you know, it's okay. Um, we'll vi- invite a lot of friends, um, people that um, will take it a, a little bit easy on us, but also like give us uh, the motivation and, and critiques necessary to be like, um, you know, cut this part out, do this, this was great, you know, uh, all that sort of stuff. And then it was, it was, it was just about executing. I'm, I'm a real perfectionist. Um, I've been in, um, you know, operations, um, you know, professionally, like for, for income. 
for you know years and years now. So I'm like very, very rigid and regimented about stuff. And that was I felt like a real um it was just a, a, a really smooth transition to be like, all right, well, I'm gonna put all of this stuff into like a, a nerdy ass spreadsheet and then I'm gonna draw up all of these plans and then everyone's just kinda gonna have to, you know, follow accordingly to to, you know, what I want because it's my shit. And um you know, uh, luckily, uh, some of them were pretty successful and, um, you know, the drive to like, uh, you know, all humans have the drive to be better and better. It's just like, all right, now I did this small show. Let me do a medium show. All right. Now I did this medium show inside. Let me do a small show outside. Now I do this small show outside. Let me just do a bigger show outside. And, you know, just, just, uh, taking the, a, a lot of things that I learned from, uh, some of those shows and, um, just applying them to the, to the next thing while also seeking out the, the feedback of, um, you know, people like yourself to, you know, make it better and better because I don't, I don't have all the answers and, and, and also surveying, um, a lot of the people that attended, what did you like? What didn't you like? Okay, cool. You know, kind of like an NPS score. Mm-hmm. What was, <clears throat> so now between the time I'm seeing you both go through this transformation and I'm worried. I'm specifically worried. Well, I worry about both of you. Stefan, we, we talk about how much we just hate being employees all the time. And there was one time I saw you at work and I just wanted to, we both wanted to just cry. And then Sean, you being in LA, dude, again, LA and New York are just two cities. I always feel like, dog, my friends are going to go there. They're either going to be the most successful people ever. Or I'm going to hear about them doing some wild shit in alleyways. <laughs> uh, and I was like, <laughs> so Sean, especially, and the reason I want to ask you, one of the most telling interviews I ever heard, Patrice O'Neill, um, was talking about being in LA once and he, he was talking about how he went out there to blow oh, up and he was at Burger King and he had like two dollar burgers and they were like he had a fat belly and he said he was just eating burgers off his stomach in a parking lot of uh-huh. uh, I think it was a Burger King and he said if I had a gun I'd blow my brains out but he didn't stop right he kept going did you have that moment like I like just to st- set the stage I just moved to DC when I moved to DC from Boston in uh this past January I was legitimately depressed. We got to an apartment. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't email anyone. Like I would do internal stuff, but I was just like, fuck. Like it was the first time I had momentum. Like I had momentum. I were doing showcases. Like I'm growing, I'm growing. And I knew I had to move. Like I knew. And then I remember just leaving and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like I'm just sitting in this house and I was just sad for like a week. And it took me some time and like, you know, moving around a bit. When you were out in LA, did you have that moment of like, what, what am like, this is ain't it? This ain't it. It's the hub of, for what I do, right? So everything's here. Um, so it was, it's, this is the place to be for what I do. So that's, you know, that's set. Right. But as far as, is it worth the shit I'm going through to, to get these things? I want to say, I got close. I got somewhat close, but yeah. not, but not really, not all the way. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't, I didn't reach that point where there's been times yeah. in my life where I had to make a phone call to somebody, where I had to reach out to somebody to bring me back in. Um, I didn't reach that. I reached that at Suffolk. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, bro, for real. Um, but I hadn't had that moment here. Yeah. But it's been. It's been really, really hard. Wow, wow. You know what I mean? I, I mean, know at about one that. point I was living like I, 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 I was in my, you know, junior sophomore year of college. Okay. Grown ass man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, 
the fuck's going on? I've already had a career and all this stuff. And yeah. in that time in between, it's like, what, yeah. what am I? Um, but nah, yeah. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't reach that far though. I didn't reach my brain or close to it. I should say. Yeah. Um, actually, no. I mean, th- I've I've had moments where I feel really, really discouraged, and um, you know that that little roadblock is. Um, I I try to make it, you know, kind of chisel it down into a hurdle. And it's like, they're not going to let me do this. Will they let me do this instead? Or can I do this instead in some other form of fashion? Um, So, I mean, the short answer is no. Like I I have like a really, really deep passion for uh, music and and hip hop. And I've never, you know, and I've told my wife like, oh, this shit sucks. I want to quit so bad. And, you know, like I'll go up into the fucking man cave and just start making beats. Like I'm not going to, like, it's not going to stop. It's just been like, you know, I need to vent a little bit and uh, create another outlet for, for myself. Um, Yeah. I think that um, um, it's, it's been difficult to like allow myself to fail. So um, because I I think, um, you know, people generally, I think expect that um, if you don't hit, you know, this um, sort of crescendo where you're this, you know, multimillionaire famous person, like that's not even what I want. Um, But I do want to strive for something that maybe, you know, uh, leveled up from something that I do have right now. And that's, that's just what keeps me going. Like I haven't hit whatever that point is. So I just, I just keep it going. Uh, are there, uh, good days and bad days? Definitely. Are there more good days than bad days? Uh, absolutely. And, um, you know, I, I try to let those, um, really sour moments be extremely brief. You can say it. What gets you going? What, what is, what helps? You know what I mean? Like for me, it's a sw- like, for me, it's all internal. Like I just oh, go yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Then I'll read something or talk to a friend. I'm like, okay, cool. Or you get that one compliment. You're like, oh shit. I'm yeah. I was right the whole time. You go back in. What helps you, especially being in a place where, you know, you're not home. Well, what helps me is, um, just the amount of, uh, big booty women pages I follow on Instagram. You know, like I always, <laughs> the times get rough. I'm like, and if there's any women listening, your boyfriends are in chat groups that share these pictures, by the way. I'm snitching on all y'all. That's what we, this is what we do. This is, I just look at these bodies. Nah, honestly, bro. Um, <laughs> no, because that, that, that's... <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking. Dude. We don't have groups share pictures with friends. Uh, nah, I'm not gonna nah. lie though. One of my dreams is to get so famous that a real fine woman could try to hop me. I'm like, excuse you, I'm with my wife. Just so I get, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, uh, I I don't know if I ever told you guys this. I I just finished the Four Roses, so it's about to get real emotional. Uh, when I <laughs> when I I lived, I grew up in Boston, moved to Minnesota. When I moved to Minnesota, I graduated high school and just dicked off for like eight years, right? So I'll go out and drink as much as possible. Um, just women party friends all that i accomplished nothing so i went back to college at a two-year school did what i had to do and i was actually trying to move to the west coast and this is when omar was telling me about uh you sean when i was uh going back to boston he's like hey you should hook up with sean because i worked at a comedy club in minnesota and i just liked the idea of comedy 
when I moved back to Boston, right, I had accumulated no wealth. I had no money, no anything but debt. No, and I I was living with family. I couldn't, I was living on Humble and uh, Humble than Brookled, right? So when Boston folks, you know what I'm talking about. And my grandmother lived on Cedar Street and Blue Hill Lab. I had no computer, no job, no nothing. Uh, I would wake up, I would either beg my mother for a little bit of change or I had a little bit saved up and I knew how much it cost to get on the train. So I would get on the train every single day and go to the copy library downtown and I would apply for jobs on the, la- the computers they had there. And you can only do an hour a day. So I would do it for an hour a day, go back home to uh, Humble, and then just do this every single day. Library home, library home, library home to get jobs. No, uh, And then, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. I applied everywhere I could. When I was done with that, I would work. And I moved from different family houses. I had a house in uh, uh, Humble. I had a house on, uh, I was living with my grandmother on Blue Lab. I even lived with a cousin in Brockton while working at a place in Brighton. And uh, after all that dust settled, Meeting Sean at Suffolk, my schedule was waking up at five in the morning every single morning, walking from Roxbury to Jamaica Plain because I didn't want to take a bus. I'd want to take the orange line to get downtown Boston. So it was about an hour commute every single day just to get in the library an hour before I had to go to class and, and do what I had to do. And it was there were times I didn't know I was down on myself um, because I just knew that that was the shit that I had to do to get where I needed to be. And that's what's interesting when when we talk about the stuff we want to do now. It's like when I know, when I give a fuck about the end goal, this shit ain't work. This misconception is like we we hear these stories of the people we care about that become successful or they become rich. And we don't really know that what went into that end result. To us, it looks fun. If I look at Kevin Hart... And it was like he just had mad fun. You know what I mean? Like if I see my favorite rapper, the baby, I'm like, yo, these these people are definitely talented. But uh, and he's not my favorite rapper. I don't know why the fuck I just said that. But he, like he's good. But you know what I mean? Like you just see them having fun. You don't know the work they put in behind it, and and you just assume that it's easy. But in reality, they all just had these moments where they're like, this means more than oxygen for me right now. I got to put this in. So on that note. What is that grind like for you, uh, for both of you? And Sean, I'll start with you, right? I follow you on IG. I see you holding scripts. I see you going to plays and I see you working at a bar, not even a day in the life. What is life like for someone on a, at a week's time or a month's time who's trying to, to be good at this, who's actually grinding? What is it? What are you doing? You know what I mean? Every day to get closer to that goal. Um, you know, I, like, I, I really want this. Right. So, you know, every day is about I try to do something to advance my career. You know what I'm saying? Every day is each day is about advancements. So it's just, you know, because uh, the fire is still burning inside. So but yeah. I have that desire to get up and to do what I need to do. Um, um, but I'm starting to really enjoy the, the journey, you know, because your, your mind is so. Um, or someone like me, I'm very eager, right? So my mind would just be on the destination, you know? And it's like, yeah. it's, you yeah. know, so as long as I enjoy the process, it's all good, bro. You know what I mean? I, I like, and, and I understand that it's a, yeah. it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So I just, I yeah. just don't want to be <laughs> struggling the way that I was in the first year. That, that, that's, 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 that's <laughs> I'm too old for that shit. I've done too much for that year one shit that I've been through. Now I'm getting back on my square. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm getting back to where and it's like, all right, 
Um, I'm living like an adult um, and I can just focus on the right now, the here and now, you know what I'm saying? And then just enjoying that, yeah. enjoying the process. So. Yeah. How crazy does it get with like, and I know you want auditions. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have time frames where they're like, yo, no, I need you to be at these eight places in like three days. Or you know what I mean? Or not like yet, not, whatever, where you're just like, not yeah. yet. I was trending towards that. Yeah. Before, before Rona Vi. Like that's, that's, that's where that's on the horizon. You know what I mean? But I want those problems. I welcome those problems. <laughs> you once shared something, and I, I don't want to blow up too much of your info, but fuck it, people need to hear that you're killing it. Where you were talking about being in Utah, you like you had just got to LA and you were like, yo, should I get this flight to go somewhere randomly? That was for an audition, yeah. right? Yeah, that's for yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did. It was like fly to, fly to Utah for this audition. You know, spend X amount of dollars. And I had just signed with that agent. And I was like, I need I need him yeah. to know that I'm for real. So I, I yeah. flew out to the, it was a callback actually. It wasn't that, it was a yeah. callback to the, so I had landed a callback. So I flew out there for the callback. I didn't book it, but, you know, he was like, man, you're a serious That's guy. That's what you gotta yeah, do. You gotta be for real about this shit, man. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. Dude, so Stefan, what, what goes into Plinton on a show? Because we were talking about spreadsheets and all that. What, like, what it? You run around like you're running around out of here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's not just uh, spreadsheets. It's it's action. It's um, it's a lot of logistical stuff. And um, you know, at this point, um, um, not not big enough to delegate to uh, anyone else uh, at this point. Um, hopefully, you know, can do something like that in the future. But um, but something like um, you know a. a a block party, for instance, like you have to liaise with the city, you know, get the music set up, book the acts. You you might have to know about contracts. It's yeah. you know it's like it, it it's a lot. And then you know you if you want to level up and do festivals, it's you know um, it's just like a different set of like new hurdles that you may have to know about. Um, but I think uh, it's it's a really fun challenge, and it's. You know, but I, I love to do it. And um, I think just, you know, eclipsed in some point of like, um, it doesn't it doesn't really feel like um, a, a, a numerical number. Like I need to have 50 people here. Like it's it's a it's a vibe. Like it doesn't really have to do with, you know, three or 300 or 3000 or 300,000. Yeah. It's like, you know, do the do the people that are there dig, you know, what's going on. And I think you really get that sense, um, you know, quite early on. And, um, you know, that's why I've been, um, you know, leveling up because I'm, I mean, you know, you have eyes and ears. If, if, if the people don't like it, you know, they're, they're going to leave or they're going to jeer or they're going to, um, you know, they're going to be vocal about, you know, stuff like that. So, um, you know, I've just been really, really, you know, grinding and particular about dotting the I's, crossing the T's and, and making sure that, um, you know, I have a plan for the plan and I have a backup plan for, for the backup plan. Um, because, you know, at, at live events and stuff like that, some things may go haywire. So just you got to be ready to kind of pivot in a different direction. 
Nice. Well, now I need some good news. Let's let me hear some wins. Um, yeah, since we last spoke, uh, what was that? 2016. Um, I have done uh, a couple of block parties. I've done two outdoor, produced two outdoor festivals. Um, this one this year is probably not going to happen, um, you know, because of the Roni, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I also released, uh, an album, uh, six months after my daughter was born. Um, so that, that one was, congratulations. That, that one was really, yeah. really tough because, um, it was like, I, I mostly had everything produced. I mostly had everything written. It was like, can I record this with this fucking kid crying and, you know, <laughs> and my wife is like, don't call her this fucking kid. Um, but, and, and you know, like, I don't like, I, I do everything on my own. So like I record, arrange, you know, mix, I produce, I master it uh, myself and I'm doing this uh, in an apartment. And then we also um, had closed on a condo. So it's like, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff was, was happening. Um, make sure my daughter has, you know, was in a better situation than, than I was. And, you know, she knows that if you dad can do it, your mom can do it. You know, there's, there's good people out there uh, that can do it and uh, just, you know, trust and believe in yourself and keep pushing. Like it is not easy. Um, but I believe in me, you know, people believe in me. Like I believe in, you know, Joel, I believe in Sean and, you know, let's, let's, um, help each other, you know, and, and push and, you know, make this shit happen so that we can laugh at the haters and tell them to kiss our grundle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I like that. <laughs> I like that. So what can people be doing right now? Y'all are uh, from an actor point of view, uh, uh, entertainer point of view. Things are shut down for a bit. What are you doing right now to make sure things stay fresh that when, when things open up that you're ready to pop? Uh, Sean, you can go first. Um, just, continuing to educate myself. You know, I, I attend a lot of online webinars and stuff that are focused on um, everything from business to acting to the craft. So um, I'm constantly, you know, attending one of those, your Zoom conference or IG Live or YouTube Live. Um, and then also working on things that I wish I had the time to do because this is, you know, time is invaluable. Right. Yeah. Like this is what I was working to do. I'm like, I don't want to bartend. I want to do this full time where the universe was like, here you go. Here's 20 million dollars. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just a shit hour of this time. So um, just trying to spin it wisely, man, you know, just working on, like I said, advancing my career, you know, learning both the craft and the business mm -hmm. and and then um, focusing on something that I didn't really have the time to. Like now it's script screenwriting and creating my own little things, little projects or um, learning this new sophisticated ass camera I just bought. Nice. Just congrats, too bro. Too much, too much camera for me right nice, now. Nice, dude. Yeah. yeah. You know, YouTube tutorials. What kind is it? It's a Sony Alpha 6400 okay. DSLR. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, saving up for cool. a Canon XA model. It's only going to be like the $900 one just to get okay. content like this. Yeah. Got you. Right, right, right. Yeah, it'd be excellent for this type of yeah. stuff. Um, and that's about it, man. And then also trying to find some balance because something my friend, I'll say this my last thing, I'll say this. Something my friend uh said the other day is she was like, you know, the only thing we're supposed to be responsible for right now is our health, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, damn. I was like, yeah, yeah, I feel that. She's like, yeah, you're not a failure if you don't come out of this with learn knowing three other languages, <laughs> having written four other scripts. Your duty right now is to stay in place and not catch this shit or spread this yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm not supposed to be doing all these 20... I'm not a failure if I'm not doing 100 things. You feel me? So I'm trying to... That's where I'm kind of at now. I've kind of pumped the brakes a little bit in the last week. Good. I like that quote. You know? I like that. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Stephon? What, uh, what are you doing to keep busy, keep motivated? Yeah. Um... Just trying to trying to navigate um, the the virtual scene, um, you know, as a as a performer, you know, everything is closed, uh, and even if it were open, people are are, are probably going to be too, um, you know, ha- have too much trepidation about coming to see you and, you know, sharing microphones with other people and stuff like that. So um, I've I started a, um, a cabin fever concert series. Uh, I had a couple on uh, Facebook Live trying out Zoom, just trying out different uh, mediums to, to, you know, um, share my music with, with people, um, you know, during this crisis. Um, one of the things that I'm also trying to do that I think more people should do and, and shame on you if you haven't is uh, reconnect with people that you haven't uh, in this, in this, you know, in this dire time. So um I'm trying not to make it so rigid and, and, and schedule it, but I'm trying to do at least one, you know, Zoom session, Face uh, FaceTime session, uh, you know, WhatsApp session uh, with someone that I haven't spoken to in a while. Just catch up with them, make sure that you know they're they're doing all right, they're healthy, um, and you know that part of it has been um, far more, um, you know, important and and. You know, it it just keeps me, you know, grounded to, you know, make sure that all my people are okay. Um, because I think, you know, uh, most of the people that I know, you know, that are self-quarantining and, and doing this stuff, like we're, you know, we're keeping ourselves healthy and, you know, we're going to be trying to look to get to the other side and, you know, get into the other side. Like we're, we're going to have our medium there still waiting for us and, um, you know, our goals and stuff are still going to be there, but you have to make it there like you have to stay healthy you got you have to be there and you want to make sure that you have other people there to you know kind of complete that journey with you because uh, if they're not healthy and they don't make it then um you know it's it's sort of all for not you want to you want to share this you know success and uh, and stuff like that with your friends and family nice man i appreciate that y'all y'all definitely have your heads on the shoulder let me know like I want to let you both know I'm your two of your biggest supporters. Like I like I, I'm following. Appreciate Y'all see it. me retweeting, rebranding, reposting everything you do. So let's just do that yeah. now, Sean. I want to hear about that new the new stand up material you got that you know that we should wait for in the future. Any what anything you have coming up in the near future we should check out. Any projects we should keep an ear open for. All that. Uh, I would say follow me on Instagram. That's the you can follow me at Sean BG, S H A U N B G. Um, follow me on Instagram, man. I, I keep everyone posted through there. Um, I just been c- kind of f- focusing on the original, original uh, content right now, and I've been putting out some things as of late. Um, you had a powerful monologue that I watched. It was good, man. Oh, you watched that? Good. You like that? It's good. It's good, man. Yo, that was that was the risk, man. I never put out anything serious. It's good. 
I, I had to do it for a uh, for a um submission. So it was a part of the it was part of the submission requirements is you had to post it on IG. So I didn't even do it because I wanted to. Um, everyone knows me for comedy. They never see me do like serious shit, dramatic shit. So I was a little, you know, but I'm glad it was it was actually well received, you know. So thank you for that. It's good, dude. It's good. Yeah. How's the material changing? What's what about the stand up? What do we you said uh Oh stand up, bro. I ain't do stand up. You know I haven't done stand up in a year and a half. Damn. Damn. So you are you changing your act? Like are you like uh... it's gonna be different. There's no stakes with it now. Okay. There's no pressure. Yeah, true. I like I said, I quit the business of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So yeah. So it, so it's it's like, you know, I'm completely doing it. There's no pressure, bro. And then my approach to it is gonna be different. There's a whole it's a level of vulnerability that I've never reached before. Okay. That acting has kind of helped me to tap into. That's gonna change how it's gonna change how my stand up comes across. It's gonna change my whole act. Oh, that's good, dude. That's it. Yeah, yeah I like it. Stay, stay tuned. Oh, I like it. Sean B G, right? Okay. S H A U N B G. All right, bro. Uh all right. Survival's a fun. What what about you? What should we what are you planning? What we what what are we looking out for? Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm always the last one to bed um in the household. And, you know, the reason for that is because, like, I'm I'm always working on my craft. Like, I'm always in Logic Pro, just, like, fiddling around with sounds. And, you know, I have uh, probably, like, 20 beats, um, you know, that are just, like, ready to go. Um, I've been uh, conceptualizing this follow-up project. Um, I had a project come out in 2014 called Work because I fucking hate my job. <laughs> Um, and I've hated every job that, you know, I pretty much ever had, uh, in, in corporate. And, um, that was, that was a concept album where, whereby I kind of created this, uh, landscape where this, this rapper was, um, you know, interviewing for, uh, you know, rap jobs and, um, submitting his cover letter and resume and, you know, doing all that stuff. So I think it's going to be a a follow-up to that. And then, uh, just, you know, um, releasing, uh, some singles and um, uh, to your point, just experimenting with video as well as some video content. And, you know, I've never really, I've never really done that. So, um, you know, my, my wife doesn't want me to, you know, spend this money on a camera and or a camcorder. Um, but we're, uh, I'll try to negotiate and, and see what I can do. Um, camera, camcorder, um, drone for like aerial shots, do stuff it. like that. Just divorce. Um, just, just to, divorce. just to, that's not gonna happen we just we just bought this condo i can't lose it um but yeah just uh just again kind of open up opening up the um you know kind of creative suite um of you know what i have to offer it was uh mostly all audio before and you know with this event stuff and um you know like the the virtual aspect of it uh, coming into play um, you know, I'm going to want better, um, you know, visuals of it. You know, I may want to, uh, kind of, you know, blend and, and hybridize, um, you know, making sure that people can see, you know, if you're not there, uh, live, then you can, uh, check it out on YouTube live or, you know, any of these uh, platforms and, you know, just make sure that it's like nice, crisp, uh, visual, nice, crisp audio, um, 
and yeah, just just take it higher and higher, you know, from a from a media vantage nice, point. Nice man. What, what, if for people to stay tuned, what handles should they check? Website is it? Yep. Um, so I'm at www.itspronouncedsurvival.com, and you can follow me on Instagram at survival s u r the number five i o l survival. Well, before we get out, I'm going to ask you guys one question a piece and this period is it's this weird arbitrary period i made up is four years and i guess it's like a college term right but it's been a hell of a four years man like the fact the way we've been communicating it's been crazy so how is sean different as far as you in the industry and in life uh different than you were when we first did this um way more fearless man yeah you know, way, way more. I mean, that's what kept me back home for so long. Um, is really not having the courage to go in and take the leap. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, way more faith. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 because I I you know I'm a recovering pessimist. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's like I'm totally different. Yeah. Than that. Like I'm I'm not. You can't have that type of energy on you, man. Not if you expect to accomplish things, yeah. You know, um, and um, more patient—that's important. Okay, that's extremely important for me. Good. A lot more patience. So nice survival. Yeah. What? How survival now? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've done I've done a lot of growing up in terms of um, you know my daughter being here. Um, I'm a homeowner now, so nobody can really tell me shit. I mean, I do whatever I want. Um, you know, in, in terms of like, you know, my space, um, you know, I put what I want on the walls. I do, you know, whatever I want in, in you know, in and around my, my um, particular space. And, and that has been um, particularly liberating because like I can, I can now do more in terms of like building out my studio and, you know, things that you can't do when you're, when you're renting. Um, and I think to, to echo Sean, you know, um, I am far more fearless now. Like the, you know, there was a point where there was, um, you know, there was a lot of trepidation in, in terms of, um, if they don't allow me to do this, then what was me, you know, what am I going to be able to do? And, you know, I've just, I've just learned like there are, there are ways around that. Um, you know, especially if you are creative enough and you have that drive to just, you know, go out and, and, and make it happen. Um, you know, in, in the same way that nobody can tell me, you know, what to do in my own house. Um, if you can, uh, have your own platform or have your own, um, uh, you know, you can facilitate, you know, whatever it is that you want, you know, in, in terms of, um, you know, what you're thinking of for me, it was events. Then again, nobody can tell you shit. I'm going to book myself. I'm going to book my friends uh, are necessary and are, you know, sort of anti, um, or, or counterculture in, in terms of what's happening in Boston, I'm going to make those things happen because they're really, really important to me. So, um, you know, I've been probably less patient, <laughs> um, you know, at this point, because I'm like, I, I really, really understand that, um, it's me, you know, making all the moves. Like I'm not, I'm not going to wait for, you know, the Bowery to come back to me. I'm not going to wait for, um, you know, venue X or Y to come, you know, come back to me. I'm going to go to them and I'm going to be like, look, I have a dope proposition for you. This is the shit that I've done in the past. You either like it or you don't. 
because if you don't, I'm going to go somewhere and I'm going to make it happen. Like that's just, it just is what it is. Um, so I, I feel like I'm a little less patient and, um, but you know, I'm, I'm, um, humbled and, and far more focused because I have a lot more, you know, riding on me than like just, you know, me and my wife, like I, I have a kid now. So, um, you know, from, from the perspective of like, you know, making sure that I can monetize things and, and, and things like that, because I've done a lot of things in the past for free. Um, it's, it just kind of, it, it puts a, a lot of things, um, into focus for me. Nice. Well, two things I got from this conversation. One, I look crazy without facial hair and two, <laughs> <laughs> two, I'm happy to call you guys friends. Uh, it's just nice to know that in everything that's going on, when you feel like you're alone out here, there's people going through the same thing, man. We just don't know it. And we underestimate the amount of work. You know what I mean? We really do underestimate the amount of time and work we put into the things we care about. Like we think it's just whatever. Like I remember seeing you, Sean, do these stand-up spots and like work on your materials. Stefan, I've seen you from one summer fest to the other and the amount of time and sacrifice that you put into that. It's it's something to be proud of, you know, from the outside looking in. And it's just good to see that, you know, people need to see this. It's a process. It is a process. You fit, we fit, we're going to figure out how to get this and we're going to get this. Like, I feel that for both of y'all. So uh, for those listening, uh, please reach out to Sean, Stefan. Uh, it's good to hear that you're both going to be making content, man. That's, uh, that's what I think we need. I think with COVID, we just got a flood of like people just live streaming and just putting whatever out there because they knew people were at home. I do think whoever can make anything meaningful right now is going to be the next wave like anyone who can make any kind of content that's really quality people are like yo i'm just gonna watch that like all you see it you see yeah. all the all the like flash in the pan things like your ig lives you're like yeah, okay i listen to that one time all the really good shows series those get like the, oh, the from the ozarks to the better call Sauls because we're all home all those words travel faster. So I really do feel like our next wave of creators are going to come out of this, just having time to practice yeah. and do things. So I, I'm, I'm happy to hear that both of you are taking the time to do that. Um, from our end, if you are yourself out there looking to moonlight or, or, or have a passion or just want to talk to people who are doing that, we're available on iTunes. We're pretty much every podcast network, Spotify, whatever may have you. And then the website, moonlightersclub.com, all the videos and content we put will be there as well, um, especially YouTube. Uh, but thank you thank both of you man like i uh this was it was a good i think we both we all needed this check like we definitely needed the, you know what i mean this 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 temperature check uh to see where we all are doing make sure we're all doing good i need you both to not quit you can't now because <laughs> like we, we're all in, like, we can't so you know big things are in store for all of us if there's anything we i think we're gonna have to come to la survival i think we're gonna have to go out there and holler at sean bro I, my, I have my camera next month. I, I think it'd be dope. We should get out there. Yeah, that's nice. I'm down. Let's do it. So everyone out there, uh, please stay tuned to Moonlighters Club. We're going to have more of this, more interviews, more individuals. Or just holler at us, man. We're all out here just trying to find our way uh, and make strides. So thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Sean, Stefan, thank you both for joining me. And we'll talk to you all for soon. Sure. Thank you. Thanks for having me.